we have made it to Istanbul with the championship up for grabs. Mercedes mull over an engine penalty for Sir Lewis. Qatar joins the F1 calendar for the next 10 years. And Porsche and Audi might join the F1 grid. Let's jump the start. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Jump to Start Racing podcast. My name is Wellington. I'm here with two of my closest friends. No reaction, huh? I said my closest friends. Whoa. It's because you speak the truth today. 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 (sighs) Um, Ruben, say hello. What's going on, guys? Yancy? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Why am I laughing here? Because... Uh, on YouTube, you would see Yancy did an exaggerated point to the camera, mocking me. He, little does he know he's about to be. This is this is going to be like the Squid Games of of podcast. I'm going to eliminate him next. <laughs> Not going to be my closest friend anymore. With that said, guys, follow us on at Jump to Start F1 on Twitter and Instagram. Also, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher. We're also on YouTube. How you guys doing today? At Jump to Start F1 Instagram and Twitter. Follows for some good memes. Yes. Some good commentary during the races. Yes. And that's that. Ruben, how was your weekend, dude? It was awesome. Busy weekend. Awesome. Busy. Why? Work, barbecue in the house. Mm. More barbecue yesterday. Mm. Oh, no, not actually barbecue, but a friend. We got, got together. Yeah. Got together. And a good friend posed, you know, mm. the baby shower. I mean, birthday. Baby shower. Damn. Damn. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Yeah, he doesn't hear that. How you doing? No, I had a great weekend. I don't know. Uh, you know, obviously, the cherry on top was uh, was getting together with you guys and Paul and his family. <laughs> so it was cool. You know. Don't cry, Will. You know, my closest friends. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're next. <isn't> <laughs> uh, okay, guys. With that said. Let's get started. Jump into the news. So it's official. F1 confirms the Qatar Grand Prix is on the calendar for 2021. Qatar. Yes. As part of a long-term deal. Ten-year deal. Ten-year deal. So what that means is it'll take place, take the place of the to-be-announced, I guess, slot that was scheduled for November 19th through the 21st, which is after Brazil. Before Saudi Arabia. Uh, there'll be a race this year, and then no race next year. And then from 2023 on, it'll have a 10-year contract. Mm-hmm. Add a track that's not even built yet. The add a track that because of the FIFA World Cup next year, they just want to focus on that, and then they're going to go on to deliver that um, racing circuit venue. What do you guys think of this Um News, I'll, I'll call it this news, yes. I'm glad no, they finally released it. <laughs> we were waiting for right. long, long rumored. I have no reaction. Um, just because we don't know what the track is going to look like. I mean, obviously this year this was, um, it was penciled in because obviously COVID, there's some tracks, I think it was in the place of Australia, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Australia, um, because of the covid uh protocols they couldn't hold the race there so they penciled in qatar but i'm glad that they did get a um you know they got a 10-year deal out of it obviously the races tend to be 
for the most part in the Middle East tend to be pretty decent. Uh, well, maybe Bahrain, Abu Dhabi. I think they're gonna change the track, so we'll see how that how that works out. Um, it's gonna be night races, and I like night races, like visually, like watching them. They're cool. Um, but we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't have high hopes for this one, obviously. But um, this year, because the track is very narrow uh, in Losai, but um, but we'll see. We'll see what the track looks like up up. You know, in, well, in two years from now. So we don't know. Anything, Ruben? No, no, I just I agree with Yancy. It's, it's a narrow because it's normally used for MotoGP. And I think that's where MotoGP starts their season in Qatar. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm not a, not a big, I'm not a Steven MotoGP type gosh, of guy. Gosh, that's friend Steven. Steve. Yeah. Shout out, Steve. Yeah, but um, but I don't know. It, it's it's a different venue, and we always like to go to different venues, see how the cars run. Uh, the, the track is super smooth there because obviously it's made for MotoGP, so. You got interesting races. You're probably going to use the softer compounds this year. Um, or not the harder compounds, I think, maybe, because it's a smooth track. So Bring it on. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, there's nothing else to be said. I mean, you want to make political comments. Well, yeah. I mean, there, that's yeah. the one thing that's to be said. You saw mm -hmm. Sebastian Vettel, uh, who's consistently been, he had the LGBTQ designs, shirts, et cetera, at, um, in Hungary. Uh, the environmental uh, shirt, in Russia, a big oil nation, mm -hmm. uh, another oil nation added to um, added to the calendar with a lot of human rights issues. I mean, FIFA is already facing this blowback. So now it's four races in the Middle East, and I don't I don't know what further to say here when we race as one, but we race as one as long as they're rich, I guess. Which which has always been the case, anyways. I mean, yeah, money talks. Right? Money talks, man. That's just the way it goes. I just you know you get frustrated because people want to you know obviously want to be on the right side of history, which they should obviously, and be morally right. But as long as money's in the picture, you can't really be morally right sometimes. That's technically the right side of the history, right? The money side. <laughs> right? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, you could always change history with money. Yeah. Catching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on from that depressing news. Well, mm -hmm. not depressing, but oh, it's a new venue. It's a new venue. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Maybe, uh, as we've mentioned before, uh, and I think we we talked about it when Saudi Arabia came on the schedule. Um, maybe it'll shine a brighter spotlight on these countries now that they're in the limelight. That they will improve their human rights issues and any other issue. Maybe I think the other issue would be the environment as well. So. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, so moving on. It's now uh, been rumored on Sky Sports. Here's their headline. Turkish GP. Mercedes considering Lewis Hamilton engine penalty at Istanbul as title battle hots up. Not even hates up. So uh, we kind of yeah, talked about weird. this. Yeah, We kind of talked about this last week where we've already seen Valtteri Bottas take two engine penalties. We've seen Sergio Perez take an engine penalty. We've seen Max Verstappen take an engine penalty. We've also seen Nicholas Latifi take an engine penalty, indicating that that Mercedes engine and all things included within it are not as bulletproof as they previously have been. Mm -hmm. It's only a matter of time before Lewis has an issue that has to take an engine penalty or an issue during a race. So... To get ahead of it, the rumor is that they'll be taking this engine penalty here in a fast track where you can overtake and where you could kind of control your destiny a little bit better rather than have something happen across the weekend to screw yourself up. 
What do you guys think here? Uh, it would be smart. We have seven races left. Um, obviously, these these engines were technically supposed to last anywhere from seven to eight races, which obviously has not been the case. We I mean, we have Bottas going already on his, but well, he's on his fifth, fifth engine. Yep. So, um, and you've you documented all of the, um, you know, all of the engine changes up and down the grid as far as uh, the teams that use Mercedes engines. Um, we already knew that Honda had, I mean, Red Bull with the Honda engines had to change it. Um, so they have fresh engines. And I think that you would rather take an engine penalty now, especially at a track that we know that Mercedes runs well here because obviously Lewis came in from, I don't know how far back he was. He came in from six, but he was able to overtake and win the race last year. Regardless of the conditions, the conditions. obviously, mm-hmm. um, and he actually clinched the championship last year in Istanbul, um, his seventh world championship, tying Michael Schumacher. What the? You messed me up. For, for, you messed up trivia. So. <laughs> Get a new question, bro. <laughs> Go ahead. But uh, but yeah, so <laughs> should that be a point for you now, automatic? No, I didn't no know. Way. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> ding, one point. Um, yes, <laughs> yes, get a point. Sorry, it, it hasn't even started yet, baby. Oh, What's up? <laughs> Sorry, I messed with your flow. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I mean, um, if there's gonna be most of the tracks, I think I'm looking. Most of the tracks favor Red Bull. There's not really this this these tracks that, and we haven't seen them race in Saudi Arabia. That'll probably be the only one. But obviously, we know that the, a Mercedes engine is quick on the straights. But going through corners, we know the Red Bull it suits uh, the Red Bull better. So there's not a lot of tracks that suit the Mercedes over the Red Bull, even though the cars are close. So I think it would be smart for them to take uh, the engine penalty now if they have to. They have a fresh engine, along with and they would be on par with uh, with uh, Honda and Red Bull. Um, and they can fight back in this race even if they start in the back of the grid. So would be smarter them smart enough for them to do that. I think that's the key here because Yeah, I think that's this the track to do it on. Think about it. Well, the next couple of races, it's after Turkey is the US Grand Prix in Austin, which yeah, it is a power track, but there are so many technical areas that it's gonna be tough to really come through come through the field. From the back, mm-hmm. yeah. Mexico it's correct me if Rebel. I'm wrong. But historically Mercedes has not done great at Mexico, no. right? Because of the altitude, the there the the Mercedes engine, um, when it's higher temperatures, traditionally doesn't run well, or oh, historically doesn't run well. And obviously, with the thin air, you have less air coming or less oxygen coming in through the engine. Uh, it it tends to heat up the engine as well. So yeah, they've won there and they've done well. But when Red Bull's on, which obviously they have a way better car this year. Um, it seems to suit them better. So I don't think it's a concern about Red Bull. I think that now you have to start entering into the calculus. You know, I'm going to have to pass Daniel Ricciardo and Lando Norris. I'm going to have to pass Charles Leclerc and Fernando Alonso and Carlos Sainz. Now all those other guys that are stepping up their game and all those manufacturers, it's like, okay, I'm going to be seeding a lot of points where in Turkey Mm -hmm. I'll be able to much more easily try to figure something out. And the cars are closely matched. Yes. So there, it's not like, I mean, obviously, 
the 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 Red Bull and the and the Mercedes are are another level, but it's not that you don't see that minute and a half gap now in like races before. like you see before to the midfield. Before, yeah. You're you're seeing like you know maybe thirty seconds or twenty seconds, which is still a lot closer than when it was before. So I mean, and and again, these cars are competitive now. You have the Ferraris, you have the, you know, you you have uh, obviously the McLarens who have already won races this year, and you have uh, you know the other cars in the midfield that are. I mean, it's it's not. It's very close between them as far as uh, timing-wise per lap. So, and it's also tougher to come, to get around, even if you're in a faster car. Because now, mm-hmm. yeah, if, if we're if I'm not racing the guy in front of me or that closely, yeah, I could just let you through because you're probably faster than me, or maybe like in the next turn or whatever. But if I'm also close to the guy in front of me w- during the race, why would I let you pass? Like I'm fighting this guy, I can't let you pass right now. No, and then you have a lot of battles up and down the grid. Of course, because you that have, hasn't stopped. You, have, you obviously have the you know Ferrari battling McLaren for third place. You have um, uh, uh, the and then Alpha the other ones Alpine and Aston Martin. Aston Martin battling for fifth place. Yeah, you know, so everybody's still battling for points, and they want every point that they can get. So they're not just gonna give it up. So okay. after, I'm sorry, go ahead. but going back to the engine thing with, with Lewis, um, we haven't seen anything from McLaren regarding the engine, and they're using the same engine. Well. We haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So maybe Mercedes should look into what the hell they're doing different over there. Well, I think what's happening different, this is going to... I mean, obviously, Red Bull does, does, has not let Mercedes tone the engine so down. So that's that's what that's I was going to say. That's yeah. the tinfoil hat. Yeah. They haven't been able to just turn it down. Hat. No, that's they, true because uh, obviously the... when let, Let's just look at the battle for third between Ferrari and McLaren. Obviously, it swings back and forth. But it has been it hasn't been one of those things where they're just consistently every race battling each other. It's like one team has a decent weekend, the other one has a bad weekend. Then it swings around the next race, uh, depending on the track. <laughs> every race, McLaren. I mean, I'm sorry, not McLaren. Red Bull and Mercedes are pushing each other. Yeah. Uh, and, so and to be more specific, Lewis Hamilton. And Max, and Max Verstappen are, are literally pushing each other every single race, or bumping into each other. Yeah, so I mean, they've had to. They don't. They don't. They don't have that leeway of turning an engine down for a race. They're just pushing, pushing, yeah. pushing. Do you think the engine modes have something to do with that too? Since they took the engine modes away, they're not able to. You know, because they yeah, because now they want to run it at a higher whatever so qualified. Mm-hmm. You have to be run. You have to run high. And try to qualify as best you can, but mm-hmm. now you cannot let go of the engine. Now you have, that has to be used it during has the to race be, as well. Ju- it has to be used throughout the, qualifying and as, and the same engine mode. So in that, the could, race that could as have well. a, uh, it's an implication of, to it. It's kind of crazy. They introduced that engine mode limitation. Then they also said, "Oh, there's also a cost cap," and now they're also racing. So it's like, wait a second, all these things kind of coming no together. More, no like, more uh, engines. No more. No more than three engines. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know. these are as like you said, these are things that have been introduced over time, but now it's coming to an apex basically because the teams are more competitive exactly yes. which is at the end of the day that's what you want right as fans that's what we want yeah yes sir so after mexico so it's turkey united states mexico grand prix uh, i'm sorry <laughs> mexican grand prix where's grand then prix there's located? <laughs> i got the half of that yeah then there's uh brazil which interlago i don't know who i would give the advantage to there um, it's hit or miss there. It's very, very hit or miss. Yeah, and it's a track you can Red Bull has too. done well there, too. And there's a sprint race there. Yes. And, oh, my God. So <laughs> The sprint race is going to be very interesting there. Mm-hmm. So one thing uh, one thing that um, there's a, a motorsport article that came out. It says that the, balance of, the, the, the headline is, the balance of power is unclear over remaining F1 ra- races, says Red Bull. 
meaning Christian Horner, Helmut Marko, etc. Why is that? We've never raced in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. We've never raced in Qatar. We really don't know who has the power or like the advantage the edge. in like Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. for example, because we haven't really seen competitors. Because everybody at the at that time, the last they know what's going decade, it's like all right, who gives a crap? Let's just get home safe. Let's get out. Participants get out. Right, here. except for obviously 2016, but it was the same team battling itself. So like whatever. But if you think about it, there's seven races. Two are new. Mm-hmm. The third, there's a third Turkey. Like you don't be based on what happened last year, you don't know what's going to happen this, this year. year. Yeah, because he had so many issues with the grip and and just oh, results, or not today's results. You know the price, just yes, price, not today's price. <laughs> <laughs> it's very unpredictable. Yep, which is what we wanted, and this was supposed to be a throwaway year, man. This was supposed to be a hard. This was supposed to be a year that. Nobody can really challenge. Mercedes was gonna run away with it, and then we were gonna suppose we were supposed to go to, you know, twenty twenty what is it twenty twenty two with the new rules, and that's what things get competitive. This was supposed to be a throwaway year, and this has probably been the best year of the hybrid era so far. So, who do you think comes out on top? Who do, uh, you know what? Not even let's let's not go with the predictions. Who do you think that the remaining calendar suits better, Red Bull or Mercedes? So uh, also, the, the way I say it is this: whoever has the better car. <laughs> so that's a non-answer. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a toss-up. Another non. Yo, but damn, you guys. Are so you say horrible. Yes. Yeah. Man. Who do you think it suits? Red Bull. Why do you say that? Um, I think Red Bull has the advantage in Coda and in Mexico for sure. There you go. They they're definitely going to be competitive in in uh, in Turkey. In Brazil, they they're better. They're I think they're better suited for Brazil as well with the fast sweeping turns, uh, and then they can trim down that car, because they don't need a crazy downforce in Brazil. Right. So I would say in Brazil, well, Abu Dhabi definitely suits what Red Bull better. Why? And is the that? only and because it's the turn. Oh well, I mean they're gonna reprofile the turns, but it's still still a lot of turns, still a very technical track. Um. And um, Saudi Arabia looks like it'll it'll suit probably the Mercedes. I think the Mercedes suits Brazil more because essentially you have two really long streets. There's like the start finish street is like preceded by a big sweeping turn. That's that's I I would call that almost more of a street than mm-hmm. a couple of a, a, a turn complex. Well, they're, they're straight off. They're straight. They're they're flat there. So yeah. So something like that I think um, benefits me. I feel like we're arguing <laughs> things that like, or we're debating things that like are really so hard to saying, gauge with these cars. So you're saying Red Bull, so Red, the calendar, the rest of the Kansas suits Red Bull better. I'm saying that it's a toss up, which is exactly what Red Bull themselves are saying. You gotta commit to something, I'm man. I'm committing to the fact that it is a toss up. Oh, Jesus, man, que muela. Yo, speaking of <laughs> making an announcement, not really committing, just kind of throwing something out there. Stefano Domenicali, our, our boy, my boy, yep. you know, we go way back. Uh, the F1 boss, he's already put it Did out you there. Have dinner with him the other day? A- absolutely. <laughs> when, when he and Hamilton came to the Met Gala, we kind of, you know, connected a little bit. <laughs> I took him to, you know, Top Golf. Um, <laughs> um, Stefano Domenicali has already commented on he wants to have. One third of the race calendar feature sprint qualifying races. 
which is a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. number one, because we saw in Monza how that like changed the whole race. Um, obviously, they have not uh, announced what where they would want to do it. We've already done two sprint qualifying sessions with one more left, presumably in Brazil. What would you guys feel about that? Like, personally, I thought that the Monza sprint qualifying was much better than the Silverstone sprint qualifying. Yeah, you're right. They got better. I, I got better because obviously the teams were more familiar mm-hmm. with, with the, the uh, with how, to, how to approach the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's it's welcome just for because of one thing, and we don't know if this is gonna hold true or not, but it's the rule changes and the rule change the the main rule change meaning that the cars can actually follow and overtake each other easier than they do now. Um, I think that's what they're looking at, and that's the only re- that's the only way a sprint race would be a little would be more interesting. And obviously, I think they have to make a little some more tweaks to it, maybe make it shorter. Um, but shorter, yeah, the, yeah, the sprint race. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's too long. Maybe they make it shorter so uh, the drivers can take more or make it a hair points. longer so you could actually pit stop and make it an advantage. Yeah, or yeah, you, it's like in this weird middle zone. Right yeah, now. yeah, but I. I but also, I don't think you want to make it a strategic battle. I don't think that maybe the race will be probably more a strategic battle. I think you just want flat out racing and overtaking. That's the goal, I think. And we've seen rule changes like that in other sports, more notably in the NBA with the defensive changes in the NFL. Also, that you can't you know hit certain offensive players, uh, and you you have seen over the years that the offense has ramped up. I think they have to look that route uh, in F one make it. You know, we, we want to see more overtaking. We want to see car, for, uh, cars follow better. And we want to see, you know, unpredictable results. So um, if they make it a little bit shorter, I think that'll 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 work. And obviously, if the rule changes work as far as if they can follow and overtake easier, mm-hmm. that'll play into an advantage. If they can do that, then I wouldn't mind being a third of the calendar with the sprint race qualifying. No, I, I actually like the decision. I'm... It actually the rumor. It's not even in the yeah, it's coming. They're saying it, the, the Manicali is saying it's coming. So it's also I think it boils down also it's going to trickle down to ticket sales too. Friday has a purpose not to really show up mm-hmm. because you know the qualifying to the spring qualifying happens going to happen on Friday, so it has a meaning to actually see Sunday. Saturday same thing. Saturday the high level was just qualifying before, but now there's a small race happening, so. You know, we've seen it when we go to races, how the difference in, in the crowds between Friday, Saturday, and actually Sunday. So I think it's going to trickle down to that. People are going to show up. People are going to spend more money. And that's it. That's what we need. And also TV audience, which yes. the commercial rights of deal course. are big. It's a big money maker for, for F1. So you'll get higher ratings. You'll get more views on you know, everything on everything across the board, social media, um, you know, on the F1 TV platform. Hopefully they make it better. Even though it's been good for me this year, for me personally, <laughs> Wellington would differ would mm-hmm. differ of opinion, but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, they, it it just makes it more interesting. Yes. But they have to deliver on the fact that the cars can follow better, and that we're gonna see more wheel to wheel racing. If you don't have that, then there is no point in doing it. I'm excited. I'm hopeful uh, first, and then I'm excited. I'm also hopeful and excited for. What's 
hopefully to come for uh, the next engine change. Uh, well, reportedly, reportedly they'll be dropping the F1 F1 consortium will be dropping the requirement for the MGU-H, and that would facilitate uh, manufacturers such as Porsche. And who's the other one? Porsche, the VW, Porsche Audi. Yeah, the VW Group for potentially joining in as engine uh, suppliers. Not not even constructors, but like what would happen is a partnership, right? Yes. Where it would be, we'll supply the engine, we'll become a quasi-constructor constructor team. Um, leading into potentially, you know, more just variability in terms of the engines and, and the team. So... What do you guys think as far as, uh, in order to accomplish that, the MGUK is going to get a boost in power. The MGUH will drop off the face of the earth. For a Does minute there, I thought you said the Formula One management was going to drop a new album. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest mix yeah. of all time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the reason why, I mean, it feels like the VW Group, and, and more specifically Audi and Porsche, who already have a history in racing, huge yeah, racing. Well, I mean, they're... And Formula One. They're world Porsche. champions in, in the WEC, not the WCC or WCDC. And <laughs> <laughs> the WEC World Endurance Championship. Um, so, and they've obviously, they have the racing pedigree. I think Porsche and Audi, anywhere they, they enter, tend to win championships. To do well. Yeah, well, they do well and they win championships. I mean, uh, Look at the last time Porsche and Audi were involved in the WEC. They won the championships. And the only reason I think Toyota has been able to cap has been able to capitalize it is because they haven't been there. Toyota, I mean, it's obviously the 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 power right now in WEC, but that's because Porsche and Audi aren't there. Um but going back to Formula One, the there's been rumors uh for years now that you know the VW group have been in meetings uh, about, um, you know, curating the new engine rules. And the main thing has always been to drop the MGUH because it is the most expensive component and probably the most difficult component of the current F1 engines, uh, the hybrid engines. So if if everybody's willing to drop it, I think, and obviously um, the move as far as manufacturers are concerned concerned all over the world is electrification if they can develop that um the electric the electric part of the engine to be better obviously that carries on to electric cars because obviously mm-hmm. we've seen that move all over the world that uh car manufacturers are going to be producing more electric cars more and more electric cars EVs. Uh, you know as the years go on um that gives Obviously, we want more engine manufacturers in F1, and it, it not only does it bring more, uh, a chance for more manufacturers to come into the series, but top, you know, high high pedigree, top quality manufacturers like Porsche and Audi, and uh, to come into the sport and give a competition to a Mercedes, a Ferrari, or even a, a Alpine Renault, Alpine Renault. So um, it's very welcome, and obviously. Um, you're going to get more reliability and it's going to be more viable and it's going to be, I think the technology will, will transition towards road cars, which is exactly what you want because obviously racing is a test bed. I've always said this. Racing is a test bed for the technology that eventually makes it into our road cars. 
it's always been the talks of like the part I, I never could get the name get the name right. Like whatever, MGU, whatever. So MU, you know? M G U H. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it is the most expensive part. Even the teams that that on Formula One right now have always complained about that part being so much, you know, costing so much and that and they always talk about problems all the time with your, with that part, with that part. So it was it was it was why Honda struggled so much. It was exactly. because of that. So that this is gonna open up the opportunity for more people to come into Formula One. Yo, the more the better. It's gonna grow the sport, bring a different even Bring a, a following of just those brands also as well. There's mm -hmm. followers, just strictly followers of brands. Mm -hmm. They're going to come in too. Because even, I, I read the article and it even says that they might even do, if they come with Red Bull, they might do Alphatari, Audi, and Red Bull, you know, Porsche. But, yeah. You know, it's the same brand. So it's, and eventually it might open up the door. Because like Yancy was saying, they, uh -huh. they were using to supply the engine. So right. they could, you know, just put a name tag on yeah, the plan, right. slap it, it's going to be, you know, powered by, by Audi, powered by Porsche. Yeah, and the rumor is that they would eventually take over the 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 technology or the, the, thing? the yeah the the, the IP? red bull um Motor. applied IP? it was a, a, a red bull i don't know but the red the bull name, the the technology yeah the, uh, uh power oh, red bull powertrains that's what there it's called go. yeah um so i mean eventually that i think that's gonna be the way they're gonna they're gonna come in they can eventually make it a works team if they want to um, which will be even better for for all of us as far as fans are concerned. Um, yeah, it's exciting and 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 just one thing, just like obviously you have the MGUK, which takes the energy coming off of the off of the brakes and putting it back into a battery. The MGUH takes the energy coming off the turbocharger into a battery, but that seems to be more complex than the electrification issue of it. So I'm with it. The recycle part. Yeah. All right. With that said, it is time to jump into our race weekend preview. Before we talk about the trivia, though, there's a piece of news that came out that actually matters towards this preview, and that is what we touched on it earlier. Uh, Istanbul circuit surface being water blasted to prevent the 2020 drama from being repeated. Um, what that means is this. Before they even had the 2020 race, they didn't even know they were going to have it. They resurfaced the track, mm -hmm. and that caused a, a few lot. weeks before the race happened. Yeah, that yeah. caused a lot of issues as far as the, basically just the traction. No amount of downforce like would help with and like, the rain. The rain, like it was just a disaster. So they're going to go through some measures, or they've already gone through measures to rough it up the track or to get it to a more drivable for F1 standards. Where uh -huh. they're not ice skating on the track, yep. basically. Anything to add to that? Not really, right? It's just that's uh, no, just I the mean, news. just uh, just I would. So I never, hidden. I've never heard of this method of actually doing it. So obviously, when you pave the new road, there's a lot of oil and and residue that that stays on the track. Um, they do this on all our public roads as well, depending on what municipality you're at. But they basically blast, uh, you know, strong jets of water into the pavement to clear up the super soaker yeah the, to clear up the, that oil and residue right. and Otherwise, it opens up like you know pulled. tiny tiny cracks where the tires can creep in and grip up so otherwise when it rains you'll be in the article said that yeah. they, do, they do it in singapore a lot singapore yep when i think that happened to us in, in when we went to vegas it, it never rains in vegas listen you can't talk about no, I'm kidding. Yeah. It, it never rains in Vegas, so when it started well, raining... in Vegas? Stays in Vegas? So yeah. So. No, it never rains in Vegas, so when it started raining, like the two... We went, like, the weekend where it, ha it rains two times out of the year. Um, we we rented a Corvette and a Mustang, 
Mm-hmm. And then the rain started falling. All that oil and residue came up, and we just couldn't get any grip flying on the highway. It was fun. I felt like Lewis Hamilton. Must be fun. Yeah. Speaking of fun. Trivia. Do we have trivia? Yes, we do. <laughs> well, minus one question. I already got a point. Nope. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm bragging about that one. So that question that Yancey gave out earlier was, my question would have been, name the record that was tied by Lewis Hamilton last year by winning the Turkey Grand Prix. The Michael Schumacher. That was one question out of the way. And I happen to only have three. Okay, so I only have two more. Okay. So, but this one is, is kind of like within, within, uh, within last year's as well. <laughs> Things I have in the track. Uh, can you tell me how many times Bota spun? During the wet 2020 <laughs> Grand Prix. During the Grand Prix itself? Yes. Twice. Uh, yo, he spun twice in the first lap. Right? Yeah, I would, say, <laughs> I would say four times total. No. Six. Damn, for real? He uh, had us two together. It happened six times. It happened after he made contact with Ocon in, in lap one. That's where he spun twice. He spun again in lap 15, okay, lap 16, it down. This lap 21, and lap 40. That is a very good trivia question. I'm, I'm, I'm getting better. That is a very getting, good trivia. Who I'm getting the better. hell would know that? But that it was I. like little tricky things like that. I'm getting better. I'm okay. looking into that now. Okay. That is, that Hopefully is that's one. actually right because with Ruben's track record, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, why I gotta, like I'm not an improvement. Listen, just bro. When, I'm, when I thought see. I was out. Listen, I'm not, joining, I'm not joining that bandwagon, but that bandwagon, but he does have a point. <laughs> just when I thought I was getting better, you guys shot me by back then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's see if you could improve here. Let's get it. Yo, that was in The Sopranos in the first episode. Oh, yeah? God. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Classic line. Yep. Name the only active driver to have multiple pole positions on this track. No, that's, uh, that's me. Oh. That has to be Lewis Hamilton. Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. It was one of those. Yeah. One of those two. The only other driver to have multiple poles on this track is Felipe Massa. Yeah. That's it. You guys blew one question. So, no, trivia as far as Turkey goes, so, this is where, oh no, it was Hungary that uh, Felipe Massa had his, his accident, yes. right, with the yes. spring. But he, Felipe Massa is the winningest driver here, if I don't, if I recall yes, correctly. Those are my highlights. Go ahead. He, uh, okay, I'm sorry. History. In the history. <laughs> history, go ahead. <laughs> I like the way you took that back, bro. Damn, man. Yo, don't let him step on your game, bro. <laughs> history, go ahead. <laughs> Reset that thing down. <laughs> All right, so it was, um. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going now to Turkey, uh, Turkey GP history. So it was originally the calendar from 2005 to 2011. It made a surprise entry last year, obviously, due to COVID. And it replaced, actually, uh, it was made a surprise back. It was supposed to come back this year originally to replace the Canadian Grand Prix in June. But because of the travel restrictions, it, made, it had to be replaced now too. It, it came in to replace the Singapore Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Wasn't time it will the Australian be Australian Grand Prix. So what? Was it was it the Singapore or Australian Grand Prix? Singapore. Okay. Australian, Australian will be Qatar. Qatar. Oh, okay, you're right. Okay. Qatar, Qatar. Oh, I don't know if it's about Qatar. Potato, or potato, potato. Exactly. Oh, uh, this time will be with fans, though. So, I said that earlier. Uh, we don't know the future of this Grand Prix as being like a, as an active, but they do. The you know the owners do want a long term deal with Formula One to keep the track. Uh, the track was originally built by Herman Tinko. I hope I said his name right. Tinko. Okay, at a cost of two hundred million dollars. Herman Tinko. Uh, 
his evil brother. <laughs> he designs the good tracks. And Tilke does the Sochi's of the world. <laughs> yeah, can we go back to history? <laughs> uh, got him. <laughs> it's good to be on this side. Yep. <laughs> so uh, the track always struggle with, you know. Tell us more about Mr. Tickle. <laughs> Tickle. <laughs> so the track always struggle with, um, with fans due to high prices. Mm-hmm. Bernie Eccleston once owned this track. He bought it back in 07, but that didn't work. And whatever strategy he put out to play. Uh, in 2012, the track was purchased by uh, Intercity. That's a Turkish car rental company. And they used the track for a freaking car dealership prior to 2020. Oh that sounds for awesome. Real? That sounds like our dear friend, Anthony. So yeah. until well, last year. Take it off for a test trip. <laughs> Before last year, it was only you. It was used in fourteen and fifteen for the World Rally Cross Championship, and that was like pretty much in fourteen and fifteen was the last time a major event was held here. Uh, Aside from last year, right? Yeah, except from mm-hmm. last year, of course. Uh, some of the highlights on this track: this is a track where Stroh got his first pole. Mm. Another driver that got his first pole on this track was also Felipe Massa, mm. and him and Beto are the multiple, like I said, multiple pole sitters here, multiple times. Uh, out of the nine times, I think it's, I think I have the name right. Let me see. It's 05 to 07. That's six. I mean, 05 to 11. That's what, six or seven? Whatever. It's like about eight or nine times that we had a, a race here. Uh, only one driver has gone to win from Paul, and that was better in 2011. So mm, we might, we that's might send, interesting. Yeah. So, that, you know, but it's always been won by a front, front row driver. Though. Okay. Oh. Except last year where Hamilton won from sixth place. Ooh. Hello. Apuntame. It was also Borra. <laughs> <laughs> it was um Sebastian Beto made his first F one weekend debut here for in two thousand six for BMW Sober where he went into uh he did like a free practice mm. and also picked up a a thousand dollar penalty mm. for speeding in the pit lane. <laughs> Not wow. bad for like a welcoming party to have yeah. one, right? There you go. Uh, in 06, Felipe Massa's first win actually came in here. Uh, like I said earlier, Bota spun a total six times last year, mm. and it was 2020 Hamilton's seventh title. That's so, all they got. What else we got? Yeah, so record one, one thing is, I got. Mm-hmm. Well, is that lap record is 124 held by Juan Pablo Montoya as a 24 7. So. One thing that I got is Felipe Massa is the most winningest driver here. That's also true, yeah. Ferraris of winning as constructor. Yes, I didn't, think, I didn't write that, but I wrote, I wrote that as well. Go ahead. I mean. Mercedes of winning as. Uh, no. Mercedes is the. Winning as engine supplier? Yes. Boom. On it. Guys, Wait, if I'm I call in sick, myself. now you know why. Wellington's going to take my job. So I'm gonna start using my sick days. <laughs> I think union, non union. I think what he was trying to do is prepare for trivia, and you didn't give him the questions. <laughs> there were so many. Was so a, no, he's like, "Yo, so I, I mean, can't, I can't figure out these questions." And look at how many like nice little tidbits there were that he just went through all that stuff. <laughs> you said earlier it was ancient history. Because we went back to 05. That's ancient history to me, my bro. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Yo, just say challenge accepted, bro. Thank you. That's it. Predictions. You're right there, Walsh. Yes, it was a comment you said. If you come for the king. Oh, uh, if you come for the king, you best not miss. <laughs> I don't miss, dog. Just uh, when I think I'm out, they pull me, they back, pull in. me back in. So, predictions. So, uh, I got some news for you guys. Looks like it's going to rain next weekend in Turkey. Ooh, is it going to be spa rain or is it going to be. It's too early to tell. Or is it going to be. We still have six days until the race. <sighs> 
but looks like uh, rain predicted right now. Or Sochi rain. Rain made Sochi interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it would last year this strike as well. Yes. Um, pretend no rain because hard to really predict otherwise. Dry conditions. Who do we have as uh, qualifying? What do we think of top five? And assume Hamilton takes a grid penalty. So his qualifying position or his race position will be affected. Oh. Mm. But, all right. So are we predicting qualifications regardless? Of regardless. Qualifies? Okay. Go ahead. Explain that. No, explain that again. Meaning whoever qualifies, it doesn't matter the grid penalty. If they take the grid penalty, whatever. So Who's if Hamilton qualify? qualifies first, mm-hmm. he'll first. still start 20th. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, they're not going to push. But will he qualify first? But He, he right. won't. They're not going to push. Right. So, Max Verstappen. <laughs> we'll take Paul. That's number one. Number two, Lando Norris. Three, Bottas. Fourth, Leclerc. Fifth, Ricardo. Interesting. Wow. I just threw it there. Like, names of guys that are going to just come up. I'm going to go also with Verstappen. Be- because last year he qualified second in, on the front row, I'm going to go with Max. I'm going to go In West, he qualified second. Mm-hmm. That's one. Like, nobody gonna, got a lap. I'm going to call Valtteri Bottas. Second, a very, very close second. Uh, and then I'm going to go Lando Norris, Charles Leclerc, Daniel Ricciardo. Yes, it's too no buffering. Love, no love for Perez. Huh? That's what I was, yeah, I, had that, I was waiting for you to say no, the names. No, I like, yo, every no, week. Perez, yes, right. he sits here and he's like, oh, he's not a great qualifier. Every single He's week. not a great qualifier, by the way. Damn, and then I have to show love to him. No love he still has to qualify... Pierre Gasly. <laughs> Max. Him, which is like, yeah. which is like a six. He probably won't even do that. And Gasly's like the king of six. How bad is that? Max P1. Um, Bottas P2. I like your style. Hamilton P3, even though he's going to have a good penalty. You think Oh, they, no, but he's not. They're not going to run him, dude. Yeah, they're not going to If they're having a They'll do what they issues. do with, a, with, with Max. They'll do they'll one lap. One lap. And that's it. To say he was there. Why suffer? The, why put... Was, the problem you're having is the engines. Why? P3. Charlie. Charlie! And then we have Norris. So I second voice I had, right? You had that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like the echo. <laughs> I, yo, we're like a barbershop quartet. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> P4 Norris, P5 uh, Ricardo. Our same top five. We just flipped Norris and, and, and Leclerc. Leclerc. Yeah, I think this is going to be a great race. A great race for McLaren. Another good one, yeah. I think. Um, here's why: because um, you see Austria the way it is, how flowy, how twisty, etc. You see Lando Norris constantly kill that track, right? Every every year he's been in. Every year he's been in. He's been good at that track. I anticipate him being really good here, especially coming off of the heels of that disappointment last year. Or last last week, ish, I predict Lando Norris on podium. Uh, he'll finish third, behind uh, Max Verstappen winning it, and Valtteri Bottas second. Whoa! Mm. Hamilton fourth. Mm. Mm. I have Max winning it. I have Lewis second, Norris third, Bottas fourth. I'll say Ricardo fifth. It's a toss up between Ricardo and Leclerc on the on the little area there. Wow. Max is gonna 
qualify a front, stay up front. He's going to break that curse. Uh, Baltal second. Charlie will stay third. Podium. Right? Podium. Remember, he took on a new engine with the new hybrid unit that couldn't, we couldn't really see the uh, the potential. The potential. And I think this track suits the Ferraris better. I wouldn't, I w- I'm not going to go as far as saying that, uh, that, you know, the Ferraris are definitely going to be faster than the McLarens, but it'll be closer. And um, and I have faith in, in in Leclerc to to hold that third position. We'll do, uh, yeah. I think uh, no, uh, Norris will stay fourth, and then we have a fifth. Uh, uh, Lewis Hamilton fifth. You said Hamilton didn't you say? Oh no, you said Hamilton second. Yeah. yeah. So Hamilton. here here is my question, right? Assume he takes this grid penalty. Who does he pass easily? The Haases. Williams. He'll pass Williams easily because George Russell will move out of the way. Alpha. He's not dumb. Alpha. He, I don't know if I. The Alphas look better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won't be much competition, though. Aston Martins? I got a real simple question for you. He's going to pass everybody. Yep. And the only reason he gets up to fifth is because the front runners will be so far ahead that he won't be able to catch up as the race goes. You on. think that with Mercedes engines that he's going to easily pass the uh, Aston Martins? Yes, because he's done it before. Yep. Okay. It's Lewis Hamilton. The Alpines. Oh, Esteban Ocon? The only one that will probably yeah, give him trouble will probably is be Alonso. You don't think Alon- Esteban Ocon will give him an issue? Alonso. He'll get past Alonso, but you don't think he's going to slow him down? Of course. Yeah, that's You don't think he's going to eat up tires? That's what he'll get to fit. But that's probably the only guy that will give him a little fight. You think so? Him and Ricardo. Yeah, him and Ricardo. Because Beto can do it, but Beto will be thinking, I still got a race to go here. He's going to get past me regardless. I still got a whole race to go. If I keep fighting with Hamilton, I'm going to kill my tires and my strategy is out the door. That's what everybody's thinking. Yeah, but, but guess what? Everybody wants to maximize. You see, we just talked about how everybody's locked in these battles. They're not mm-hmm. going to want to give up points just to, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. But I, I feel like Aston Martin has been in this roller coaster that if they get into battles like that, they lose the opportunity of scoring points. Okay, that's Aston Martin. Alpine, you think the same thing? Uh, Alonso, regardless, no, no, fighting no. with Hamilton, now, he'll be top 10. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Regardless, fighting with Hamilton, he'll, he'll be good, top 10. He'll give him a good fight, but uh, that's the reason... I mean, that's why I think he's only going to get up to fifth. He'll give him a good fight, but he's going to get past. We saw it. We saw it in a. Was it Hungary? It'll, when he was, it'll take him three or four yeah. laps, but he'll get past. Him. We saw it in Hungary. Cars too fast. It didn't. It didn't. You know, it didn't. It looked like they didn't face him to you know block Hamilton for a little okay. bit, and my my tires were still good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The only guys that are probably up to the level are Alonso and Ricardo. So he's just going to blow past Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc. He's just going to blow past them. Yeah, I don't. He, I don't think he can. He's, he's not going to just. I don't think he have a chance to get. You know, up to Lando and and, uh, and Leclerc. No, he's a Leclerc and yeah, and but, Sainz. I, Leclerc but I'm Sainz. thinking Leclerc is gonna be in third. I think he'll get past Sainz easy. Of course, Sainz. I don't think is a great, great defensive driver. Okay, he's a solid racer, but he's not a good defensive driver. So, based on based on what you're saying, he's gonna be passing Bottas. <laughs> <laughs> who yeah, opened yeah, the door? Put him second place, bro. <laughs> who opened the door? Second place. You. What did you did. Who no, I said Lando Norris, dude. No, no, no. You said, oh, you said Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton second. third. Right? Second, yes, Hamilton second. Yeah, okay. yeah that's either what, way. Oh, my bad. I thought you were missing like Pubota second. Either, like, way, no. either way. No, I said Hamilton. Yeah, no, you said Hamilton. You said Hamilton second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So either way, he's passing Bottas, is what yeah. you're saying. 
It's not even a discussion. <laughs> so me, who, who's Boras, and I left the team, I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, okay, Valtteri, it's James. That's the reason why in both of my top five, I did not include Boras that only, well. I, because Boras doesn't care anymore. He would, he would pass Botas anyways. Yeah. But we got team orders. Yeah. And Hamilton's leading the championship. And if he can finish ahead of Botas, he's definitely going to do it because that's more points. So here's my last two. Mm. Ricardo and Norris. He's going to get past him? Nice and easy? No, it won't be easy. He already had trouble with Ricardo. Already had a lot of trouble with Lando. I didn't include Norris because Norris was... You know, it's going to be in the front. <laughs> That's like going to be like towards the end of the, of the race. Hold on. But you just said. Yeah. You said Max, Max Ham, and, and Norris. Norris. Yeah. Both so, no, it, I, Norris so can't he, keep up with the pressure that Hamilton's going to bring, by the way. Jeez. It's a long way up. He's coming. Why am I, I going to lose faith? Why is he going to... So, I mean, we said it last week. Like, he could take the penalty, and he's the one driver that we are confident Above all, he's going to cut through the field. Yep. Well, he did it last year. He's done it multiple times. Right now, right now, there's no team with more luck than Red Bull. Bad luck. I said good luck because look what happened in the last race. Are you kidding me? No, he went from 20th to 2nd. So it's clear we're not watching the same season. do Do you honestly think that if everything broke Red Bull's way, they wouldn't be leading the champ, like, by a lot? Okay. That's that's got different... Okay, so maybe I did not. Last in the in, in Russia, mm-hmm. can a team have a better race than Rebel did? Yeah, they were in twenty and freaking got second place. They were the luckiest team out of all of them. Oh, yeah, but that's one out of how many? Races? No, no, but I, I, but that's why I said maybe uh, maybe. Oh, the the way lo- I, the you way see I the tightest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe the way I threw it was was no, no, no. Weird. What about? Mercedes, who got a first and a fifth, versus Red Bull, who did not get a first and a fifth. But. And that was a strict result of the rain. Yeah. That, that's who's luckier than Red Bull right now. But are we expecting Mercedes to lose? No. They're coming from the king and they've they been missing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's the evidence this man presents. <laughs> hey, listen. Sometimes he's right. <laughs> wow. Thank you, yes, thank you. <laughs> listen, I don't want that, you know. <laughs> But yeah, it's not solid evidence. But but you know that gut feeling, <laughs> that gut feeling, that bubbling in your guts. Man. You gotta take your... a pep though. <laughs> wow, the bubbling in your wow. guts. Yeah, but I, listen, I, come on. Do you honestly think that Red Bull has been luckier than Mercedes this year? I think the only reason, the only reason Mercedes, you could say Mercedes has been lucky, they're still in the championship considering all of the things. That, like, come on, bro. They got Lewis Hamilton. That's not luck. I mean, it's not luck, but I mean, it, it's 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 pretty amazing if you look at what has transpired throughout this season that the championship is this close. Yes. Because a lot, I mean, you know, Max started in, in, in Baku with the tires blowing out. He got into an accident that was caused by Lewis Hamilton and Silverstone. I mean, any opportunity that Max has had to extend his lead it just doesn't work out for him and it also doesn't help that Paris is not behind them fighting also so uh, I think that yeah I, mean, I don't know I think it's gonna be tough cause Lewis is not the type 
to you saw the Leclerc first lap, you see the Alonso first laps. They don't care. They're just throwing the car in there. Mm-hmm. When you're in the championship battle, you cannot do that. Yeah, you can't. You can't have a DNF. I think that's and that's also the reason why uh, Total Wolf came out and when we were talking about the uh, to you know to tie it back to the to the taking the penalty. What you can't do is, I mean, you can you can. He said this, and I'm paraphrasing. You can take the swings in the lead in the championship race, meaning that one race Max could fin- Max could finish ahead of Lewis Hamilton, and Lewis Hamilton could finish ahead of Max the next race. But you a, a DNF is would be devastating. Because when you're going up to the, I mean, you, when you're getting up to the end of the season where there's less points available, mm-hmm. if you at any point get down more than a race or two worth of points, meaning the gap, seven or eight points. Even a race. Or even when you get down to like 16 or to that 20 range, if you're down, you're done. it's very hard for you to get back. You got to start holding hard. back the field like Hamilton was doing. Yeah, so I mean... um. Yeah, but I mean, you still gotta finish. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see how right Ruben can be. And honestly, I mean, we talk about luck, but at the end of the day, situations can break your way, but you have to be there to take advantage of the situations, and that's what Mercedes and Lewis Hamilton have done throughout this season. When the opportunity presents themselves, they're in the position to just take slide it. right into it. Yep. Much like what Red Bull did last race. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I I just see McLaren has improved. So much this oh, yeah. the last couple of weeks that it's like uh all right. So anything else, boys? I just want to see cars going around the track now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So guys, to wrap this up, I want to make sure to say if you follow us on YouTube or if you're watching us on YouTube, please drop a thumbs up. Hit the subscribe if you're watching. Um you know, if it's more than one episode that you're watching or more than one video clip, hit the, hit the uh, subscribe button. Hit the bell so you could actually ding, ding. know when our videos are coming up. At Jump to Start F1 on Instagram and Twitter. Drop by and say hello. Give us a follow. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher even, are... Even the best trip up. Yeah. Like Lewis Hamilton will. <laughs> wow. That's where you could find us on uh, podcast. Please... Uh, Leave us a review. Tell us what you think. It'll only help us improve. If you want to drop us a five stars, that would be greatly appreciated. Again, I'll repeat those. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I keep doing the Google Podcast. 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 You guys know what I mean. We're also on YouTube at Jump to Start Racing Podcast. Podcast. And on that note, we'll see you guys later. Enjoy the race. Peace. Peace. (laughs) 